0: tuning into the bubbles brunch cast with your girlfriends
1: kayla maynard and aaron Ambergee
2: good morning good morning this is aaron thank you Laura. and our special guest today my beautiful sister Lauren Endicott say hi Lauren hi guys thanks for having me thanks for being on here today and we have a very special episode for you because Lauren is our very first guest
0: Yay. Yay.
2: now to be fair this is only our third episode but I'm still somebody had to be the first guest, and I can't think of a better person than Lauren oh thank
0: you sister That's you're right so
2: wa- you're welcome sister so, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where uh, are you from? Where did you go to school? What do you do? And your hobbies.
1: Okay, great. Thank you, sister. Of course. Um, well, I'm from the same place as you because we were born into the same home um, mm-hmm. in Eastern Kentucky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I left when I was 16 to go to Moorhead State University. Still Eastern Kentucky. Still, well, I get, yeah. Less Eastern. Still East Kentucky, though. Um, and then, uh, so I went there for two years, the mm-hmm. Craft Academy, uh, shout out. Um, and then I went to UK, studied engineering. I'm an electrical engineer now. Um, but my hobbies include all things that grandmas do, including mm. knitting, sometimes crocheting, uh, gardening, baking bread,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and so painting. And painting.
2: So for people who don't know, what uh, what exactly is the Craft Academy? Do you mind to explain that to us? Oh,
1: sure. So that is a it's a dual credit residential college slash high school for juniors and seniors. When you're a sophomore in high school, you apply. And if you're accepted, if you're one of the 60, uh, I guess it's maybe like 75 now, uh, people, it's like half boys, half girls, you go to Moorhead State. You live in the dorms, and you take classes through Moorhead, and it counts as credit for your high school. So you spend your last two years at Moorhead State University. You live in a dorm. We did have a curfew.
2: When you were kids.
1: Yes, that's true.
2: I remember. Remember yep. the curfew.
1: Yes, it was fun. Racing
2: back to Moorhead to get yep. Get you back there.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> it, um, so when I graduated from there, I had like 90 college credit hours.
2: That's great. And it's free, right? And
1: it was free. It was all free. It was. That's awesome. The books were free. The the meals were free. The housing was free. The tuition was free. Everything was free. The only thing we had to buy was like bedding and like clothing and like a laptop.
2: That's cool. And of course, Dad gave you Domino's gift cards every week.
1: That's also true. Um, Sponsor us, Domino's. Yes, sponsor us, because I lived off of Domino's for like an entire semester. (laughs)
2: Unironically,
1: ironically, not even joking.
2: Yeah. I don't know. And they knew your salad order, which was just lettuce and cheese.
1: No, no, it was spinach and egg.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: Uh, spinach and egg. Uh, yeah. And some ranch. And I ate it all the time. I loved it. I loved it so much. And eventually they like knew me, like I'd just walk in and they'd start making it. <laughs> and then like at that point, and then I had a boyfriend and sometimes I'd send him to get it. And at some point they learned like, oh, that's this is the boyfriend. So he'd walk in and they'd start making it.
0: Yeah.
2: I had the same kind of deal um, at the Starbucks in Kroger next to my work, my former work. Um, I would, one time I sent somebody with my cup. I sent Ron, who, shout out to Ron, uh, giving, loaning us this very nice equipment.
1: Thank you, Ron. Yes.
2: Thank you, Ron. Ron. Um, With my, my cup, my reusable cup. And they knew my order and they just, he took, they didn't even ask me, they just, I was like, oh yeah,
0: When you know you go to Starbucks a little bit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, so let's get started. Um, How did you come into gardening?
1: Well, like many people, it was during the pandemic, mm. we were stuck at home, mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. have much else to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I do have some yard space. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was living in the trailer mm-hmm. in Winchester. I remember. Um, so I just just started planting stuff, and I killed a lot of plants. I killed so many plants; it's oh not even God. funny.
2: <laughs> I, I kill all plants. I try to,
1: but some of them did survive, and it, it was it was really cool. It was really cool to see things grow and bloom, and like to have things. And like I had like a sweet potato harvest, and I was like, whoa i grew this yeah i watered this like i cared for this and now i get to eat this
2: did you actually eat sweet potatoes
1: yeah
2: oh, okay so you didn't like them i don't know
1: well, well thanksgiving i always make sweet potato fries oh
2: duh that's right
1: yeah which are amazing mm-hmm. you need to try that if you have it
2: okay they are good mm-hmm. she's right yeah. um so what uh you said that's how you got started is in the pandemic what kind of things do you grow
1: I like to grow almost everything um i like to grow flowers i like to grow vegetables and fruits i am um, and herbs mm-hmm. um a lot of people like house plants where they're just like aloe vera or something i don't usually grow that kind of stuff mm-hmm. which is just like pure greenery mm-hmm. um usually i want like a flower or a fruit or a vegetable to harvest from it
0: okay or at least to admire to look at it yeah, yeah. I wish I could do any of that. Everything I've ever grown or planted, except for one stubborn rose bush.
2: <laughs> rose I, bushes are hard to kill.
0: I, I honestly <laughs> don't even remember planting it, I, but now it's in the corner of one of my flower beds. Everything else is dead, except for some hollyhocks that are pretty stubborn too. Apparently. Yeah. Um. But I, my, I take after my mother, and she killed a cactus in a week. Wow. So that's where I'm at. My grandfather does a garden every year. That's. good chunk of land and he does like everything green beans tomatoes potatoes he grew pumpkins one year and Mm -hmm. as it was growing he carved my name in it so as it continued to grow it grew over that but still had my name in it oh your
2: grandpa's the cutest
0: we love him um but yeah i wish i could take after him i called him like a couple weeks ago and i was like hey so when should i plant tomatoes and he was like not yet I was like, okay, I'm just trying not to kill it, but I'm gonna kill it anyway. We know this. But right. <laughs> he tries. He's like, um, a little bit. He in this little calendar that has mm-hmm. like a farmer's farmer's almanac yeah. on it, and then he also has the actual almanac every year. Yeah, it's adorable. I love that. Adorable. I wish I could grow it. I kept a succulent alive on accident somehow mm. all through the pandemic, and then my cat ate the tips of it all and then he knocked it into the floor and I tried to like, transplant it into a, a different one and it just, it did not. It.
2: It, it didn't take, mm-hmm. of Oh, silly Salem.
0: I, yeah, and you yeah, knew it was him. Um, um, you said him. Yeah. Um, I also have a cactus that I haven't managed to kill yet. Um, so I honestly think it's just because I have forgotten that it's in my home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching it, but i wish to do that. I'm yeah. the exact same. Well, I mean,
1: I'd love to share my tips with you guys because I understand I have killed so many plants.
2: Yeah, I you grew a zucchini the size of a watermelon once. I
0: did, and it was amazing. Ooh. That was yummy.
2: You can't see it, but it was like that big. Wow. Our listeners can't see it. But it was about the size of a watermelon, right?
1: Oh yeah, it was about the size of a watermelon. I did learn that that is a lot of zucchini to go through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, they're, and they're better when they're actually smaller. Like, they taste better, mm-hmm. like most most plants. Tastes better, was our smaller. Yeah, but I made a lot of zucchini bread. Yeah, I, think I you made did. ten loaves with that one zucchini. <laughs> we ate a lot of zucchini bread. It was really good. It was good. good it was good. Yeah, yeah. So I brought here a seed packet. Okay. Some special effects, so that we can talk about everything on the seed packet. Just so you can get a little better idea, because what this is is a manual. It's a little guide. And it can tell you everything to prevent plant death. <laughs> so to prevent, to ensure life. But I'd like to say first that most people, when they kill plants, it's because they're overwatering. Okay, that's like the number one way is you overwater, and that like suffocates the roots, and they die and rot. Right. Uh, second was underwatering, but like cactuses, which you guys can keep alive. I can see cactus in Aaron's. Uh, kitchen
2: that's more chris than me but
1: yeah <laughs> they thrive on neglect they just so most plants all they want is sun soil and water okay so on here kayla what does this say in the corn bowl? full sign so what this means then is that this plant uh wants full sun now this is a seed but like a lot of times if you even get like a partially grown plant it's gonna have like full sun partial yeah. sun so that means is like it wants to be in the direct sunlight. Yeah. Um, facing south is best Okay. if you're in the northern hemisphere, which we are.
2: Which we are, yeah.
1: A southern hemisphere is the reverse. Um, so you would want this in a south facing place where it just gets a lot of sunshine, maybe not so many shadows, uh, partial sh- sometimes they'll say partial sun, partial sun.
2: That's hard to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Then you could plant plant that in like a, a shadier spot, or maybe in like a north facing place. Um, and then some some don't like any sun or very little, and that's when you would plant plant them in like full shade. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can always tell by the packet. Mm-hmm. A good label will tell you that. So that's the first place is where where are you going to put it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you look on the back. Sister, can you describe what we see?
2: Okay, uh care and maintenance, uh days to germ seven to fourteen, depth quarter inch, spacing two feet, height two to three feet, days to bloom fifty to eighty. And they it's got the same thing in Espanol. Um, and then it's got a little map saying when the best time is to plant is, I'm assuming. Assuming. And here in Kentucky it'd be April to May. So probably next month. Um so in the open ground, well exposed when soil is warm, cover with one fourth inch of soil. Thin when plants are a few inches tall. So, what does that mean to thin them?
1: So, thinning them means like you're going to plant a bunch and uh-huh. then you're going to pick out the losers, Calling mm. the herd. Yeah. yeah. Some plants you don't have to do that, but some, and like the the packet will tell you, you um, you'll pick away like half, mm-hmm. or you'll just you want the strongest to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I find this is a great um, sort of reference as to what. So this you can put straight in the ground, but the alternative is to start it in a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes—they're really, really finicky. Yeah.
2: Really? Yes. Because no. you have so many tomatoes.
1: I got really lucky. Okay. <laughs> I got really lucky last year. You also um, have a greenhouse. I do have a greenhouse. Yeah,
2: that you—that she built with her own hands. I
1: did build a greenhouse with my own two hands. Um,
2: and still it stands.
1: It's still it still stands. <laughs> uh yeah aaron's husband was very worried about the greenhouse oh, okay
2: he has a safety degree and did construction he just worried that it'll he was just worried because you don't have construction training that it would fall down around you
1: yeah but i'm also an engineer so that's what i tried to tell him um so i, I think i could figure it out and I right
0: did. and i did and you did that's exciting yeah i can't build a box so i'm just that's amazing no
2: i can't build a coffee table from ikea oh
0: Thank you. Okay. No, I can't. I tried to put a bookshelf together one time back when I was living with my papa. Yeah. I ended up doing it with a wrench uh-huh. and a corked high heel wedge shoe. Like, because I couldn't find a screwdriver, and him, his sweet little wife um, went out and bought me my own little tool bag. Oh, pink tools. Oh. Like, even Papa was like, I don't know what you've done. It stood. Honestly, it was still standing until I got rid of it a couple of months like a year or so I guess yeah it was it's just for like five years so that's, I mean you did, something. It, was, well, you did it you yeah, built did it. it you built it but so that's me and my version of putting things together mm-hmm. uh, Stephen hates it because when I try to put anything together at the house I'll leave the stickers on he hates that I don't care because I'm not going to individually peel off a thousand stickers um Stephen's especially- a,
2: a smidge compulsive
0: he is um I am about other things just not that thing love his heart um <laughs> And he'll try to, like, go back behind me and, like, make sure it's sturdy. And I'm like, it's fine. It's standing. Yeah. (laughs) That's my level of, like, completion. Like, is it okay? It's fine. Is it going to last forever? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, Chris is,
2: I just make Chris build all our stuff uh, because he likes doing it. And I'd rather hammer nails into my forehead (laughs) than put together IKEA furniture.
0: Yeah, I get that. Steven just leave a box in my front hallway and I get really impatient. That's my little bit of compulsion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, so I just don't wait and I do it. Um, he hates that. I don't it gets it done. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I feel that. Don't ever let Chris watch me put it in together though. He will
2: He'll stroke stroke out. out. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story about gardening. We tried to plant a garden and Snuffy dug it up. Oh, our oh, old, no. our old dog, uh, R.I.P. R. Snuffy. R.I.P. Snuffy. She uh, was. I don't know what kind of dog she was. She's a little terrier mutt. Dumb. A little, oh, bless her heart. Love it, parent. But she looked like Benji. She
1: did. And She's fluffy
2: and adorable and
1: adorable and sweet.
2: Well. But she dug up our garden. Yeah.
1: Well, you remember she used to bury her bones. Yeah like like a squirrel she would just like i yeah. guess to save it for later or something
2: one time chris dug it up and she freaked out she was like looking around suspiciously
1: what the hell how did he do this i don't understand he found my spot he
2: found it and then she waited until he went inside and then buried it in a different place <laughs> she was something else Oh, love her heart. bless her yeah she died at 15 um we had to put her down because she was in renal failure but
1: she lived a good long life.
2: Yeah. Oh, Snuffy. Oh, Snuffy. <laughs> oh, I miss her. <laughs> Me too. So, anyways, back to Lauren. Um, how? What? What else is do we need to know about planting stuff? Because kale and I are not.
1: Yes. Okay. You gotta. So... You gotta
2: go back to kindergarten with
0: us. Right. I have to touch on that. Oh, <laughs> I'll go ahead
2: and I like it. I, I'm the angel of death when it comes to yeah, plants, like... too
0: I, bet, I find that I'm better with bulbs than I am with seeds. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. Well, first <laughs> of all, that's great. Wherever you can start. So, I mean, like
1: if that's what, if you want to get into that and wherever you want to start, like some people start with like, they go to Lowe's and they get like a fully grown plant and then they plant it. And that's a lot easier.
2: Lowe's sponsors, please. Lowe's
1: sponsors. Dead. <laughs> dead, dead. going <laughs> so fast. Um, like, whatever works, like, there's no wrong way, I'd say, to do it. Yeah. Um. So, I'm opening the seed packet. I can hear you. Because <laughs> I want to show you guys the seeds. Okay. So, some sort of seeds are like really, really tiny. Some are bigger. This one's like a medium sized seed.
2: Mm. Oh, looks kind of like a caper.
1: A caper, yeah. That's a great analogy. For those who... So, you basically uh-huh. want to cover enough dirt that's like, Sometimes you bear a lot of people will bury the seeds too deep. Mm-hmm. They'll dig a big hole. Oh. Sorry. Zoe has a lot to say. Zoe is <laughs> also a gardener. She told me. Uh, you will only want to cover the seed with as much dirt like as there is seed. So like this is like a quarter inch. So you do a quarter inch of dirt. Oh, OK. So you don't want to bury it too deep. But you also don't want to be too exposed. Okay. Um, You don't want to suffocate it or expose it. Right, exactly.
2: (laughs) It's a a So that's a
1: good rule of thumb is just like, however big the seed is, you want it like that much dirt, which is not a lot of dirt. So a lot of people like overdo it with the dirt, like I cannot stress this enough. So once you do that, you water it, you water it real good. You need one good watering. Yeah. And then like, just let, let it, let it do the rest eventually they're going to sprout, they're going to germ. That's when you're going to see the sprouts and the seedlings. Once they get to seedlings, that's when you usually defend them and be like, "Mm, you're smaller, out. You're smaller, out. Now, but if you start with a plant, Mm -hmm. if you go to Lowe's and you buy a plant, Mm -hmm. the key with the plants is that you need to make sure the roots are fully covered. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest way to kill those plants, is like Mm -hmm. an exposed root. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's good to know. So what if you want to be? I want to start like a herb garden. Okay. Like basil and what? Was, what did a I? Herb.
1: You said herb.
2: Herb. An herb garden. Sorry, <laughs> America. Some, <laughs> <U-S-S-A>. <laughs> Sometimes I I got it mixed up between like the herb the name
1: mm-hmm.
2: and an herb garden.
1: Mm-hmm. A herb garden. A
2: herb garden. You you grow herbs uh you know
1: uh-huh well herbs are the easiest thing to grow yeah because all you need is the leaves okay um usually you can get leaves on most things the hard part is getting it something to fruit or flower mm-hmm. but herbs are great because you just want the leaves um again i would reference the package or the label mm-hmm. like basil basil really likes the sun but herbs are great because you can also start those in your window mm. you can just get a little a little tiny thing of uh, dirt or compost plant your little seeds, water it like once. Yeah. And then like put it in a sunny spot, Mm -hmm. a warm sunny spot. It has to be warm. Mm -hmm. Don't put it near like AC or anything. Um, And it it will sprout. And the more sun like basil gets, the the better it does.
2: So what about like mint or...
1: Okay, so mint is really... Catnip. Mint and catnip are like in the same family. Yeah. Um, And they will grow like weeds. So you want those like in a pot. On their own so like okay if you plant that in your garden in your yard it's gonna spread all throughout your yard it's oh, gonna take so over. you gotta contain it you need to contain it i mean unless you want a bunch of catnip and mint which like more power to you if yeah. that's what you want
2: no chris is very particular about his yard so
0: yeah that tracks <laughs> sure if i had a whole yard full of catnip i'd be happy but steve movie, be like why are all these cats in our yard right we- winchester has like a couple of feral cat colonies that they have, like built houses for. Them. Oh yeah. Someone's told me I don't know. Um, and there's also a cat lady on my street, so there's always cats. So I know if I had a whole yard full of catnip, they would be like, what the hell?" Right. Why? Why are they in our yard now? And so this lady down the street, because she feeds them. That's weird. Well, so they're know. just in our yard all around here. It's yeah.
2: weird. <laughs> mm. Okay, now, Lauren, uh what? What kind of plants do best in the greenhouse versus out in, you know, unprotected?
1: Yeah, so I would really reference the seeds because it's like pretty much oh okay um a plant by plant basis. Mm-hmm. But like tomatoes, you want to start inside. Tomatoes and peppers are usually better when they start inside. Okay, um, and again, they're really finicky. I've never been able to actually grow one on my own. The only tomatoes I got last year came up in my compost pile. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of neat.
2: So that's a good segue into, tell us about composting. Okay,
1: so composting. So we've just talked about starting life, but like, let's talk about recycling it. That yeah. That dead waste. So like, you, you could take your food scraps um, and you can-
2: But only like fruits and veggies, not like meat, dairy.
1: You can do meat and dairy, but it's, it's just gonna attract critters. Ugh. Like rats. Like rats rats or possums.
0: Trash pandas. Trash Trash pandas. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're going to attract. So preferably just like fruits and vegetables, vegetables,
0: coffee grounds,
1: coffee grounds, eggshells, banana peels, like what what have you. You can take those. And there are two types of ways to compost. You can Mm -hmm. just put them in the put them anywhere you want. Let it just slowly rot and disintegrate Mm -hmm. this is a slow method it's called the cold method it's the easiest way to do it you just throw it out there whatever it is it's gonna eventually turn to to compost Mm -hmm. but that way um produces more methane so it's gonna smell
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so that's how you'd get smelly compost Mm -hmm. um which isn't great for the environment but uh it's a it's a way to do it it's about a valid way okay but if you wanted to get a non-smelly compost this one's a little more involved you take your food scraps and what are called browns so that means like cardboard dried leaves dried grass things that are brown okay you mix them up you mix them together in a big old pile you water it and then like every other day you turn it by turning it that means like just mixing it that's cool and then in like three weeks Mm -hmm. or sometimes longer just it's a much quicker and it's a hotter way it's called hot composting Mm -hmm. and that's how you get really quick compost and that one's going to be pretty good because it's going to be more balanced because it has those um those browns in it yeah those food scraps have nitrogen while the browns have carbon okay i don't want to lose you guys
2: no we, we we get it okay we took we took science class in high okay.
0: school okay.
2: a thousand years ago.
0: About, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if that teacher's still there at the high school. Is how long it been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so nitrogen, carbon.
1: Yep. Water. You mix it up. Some sunshine, usually. Yeah. And that's how you get hot compost. And that's how where I had one of those piles and I had some, excuse me, um, tomatoes in there. Hmm. That and they com- and they sprouted. They sprouted from the compost. And they sprouted from the compost. That happens a lot. That happens really easily with like onions or potatoes. Mm-hmm. They love to sprout or garlic. Mm-hmm. Just like um, bulbous. Oh crap! I forgot. Fruits. But root. Root. There's a word for it. Root. Root vegetables. Okay. Things that grow underground. Which so is also carrots. Root, which are carrots. They're also easier to grow. Okay. So if that's It's a good place to start for gardeners. Yeah. Potatoes, onions, garlic. Garlic is really easy.
2: Always think of that. TikTok. I got beans, greens, tomatoes, tomatoes. Yes. That's all I know of it. Sorry. (laughs) So okay, you do the hot composting, right? Yes. Um, and what uh what would you say to someone who just wanted to start uh composting?
1: Well, there's a composting app
2: called mm-hmm.
1: ShareWaste that mm-hmm. I really like where you can find someone who like actively composts. Uh-huh. So like I'm I'm a host site. So people can drop off their food scraps to me and I will just go ahead and compost them.
2: Okay. So that's for people who want to want to help out but don't want to do it
0: themselves. Yeah.
2: People like yeah. myself, I collect garbage for you.
0: That's correct. I
2: always say, "I've got garbage for you, Lauren."
0: And I say, "Thank you for your garbage." Yeah. I got like
2: a thing under the sink. It's Coffee grounds, eggs, old egg fruit, uh, banana peels. Yes. Egg yes. shells, I should egg say. Shell. Not the whole eggs. Correct. Um, and you can get, some Starbucks is actually have uh, grounds that you can take for free. The Starbucks mm-hmm. at Kroger, where next to work, yeah. has those and I would collect them for Lauren all the time. Mm-hmm. One time the bag busted and I had a trail, like a snail trail behind me. <laughs> from Kroger to work oh no I threw I gave up and threw them away
0: yeah you tried. yeah Yeah, that that happens I
2: tried (laughs) but then I learned to just steal a cart and cart them over yeah yeah that works but Starbucks sponsor us
1: yeah that's what we're drinking right now, guys. As we all sit with Starbucks cups. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Starbucks. hmm You
0: can't have caffeine, but your
1: frappuccinos are great.
2: They're so good. So
1: many options for all of us. Yeah,
2: yeah. So what, uh, what does the compost do, like the dirt that okay, comes so, of it?
1: So like the end product of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There's also worm composting, I forgot, where you just feed your scraps to a bunch of worms, and they poop and then you collect their poop. Yeah. You you guys can't see Erin's face. She's a little disgusted. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel about it, sister. So (laughs) I I also don't do that, but like, don't love
2: the idea of dealing with worm shit. So,
1: um, you know, it's, it's a way to each his own, but the end byproduct, however you do it, is you're going to have this like really, really rich soil that is like nutrient dense. It's basically like natural fertilizer.
2: Okay. And
1: it's, re- it's like the healthiest way to improve soil quality. This is according to research from like agricultural farms. Mm-hmm. Like that that is the best way. Like a lot of times we deplete our soil of its nutrients. Mm-hmm. If you garden over and over and over again, you're going to zap up all the nitrogen and
0: yeah that's why farmers um rotate their crops
1: yes and exactly crop rotation
0: constant. they did their biodiesel corn oh. and then they'd have like uh, a field next to it with like soy and then the next year they would just flop it that's cool because I think they did the soy to like put nutrients back in or give it a rest or whatever they still wanted to have something in that field that's the only thing I learned from there that and how to drink vodka with a water chaser that's it <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> shutters. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah that's, that's why they do that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're going to have basically really good natural soil mm-hmm. that's basically like fertilizer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is great, because then you don't have to buy chemical fertilizers. Like, a lot of our fertilizers come from, like, Russia.
2: Um, so We've are,
1: got, like, sanctions we got
2: sanctions on them.
1: We've got sanctions on them. like, it's a great way to amend the soil. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, anything you put in it, anything you plant, is just going to, like, eat that shit up. Quite literally.
2: So, asking for a friend. If I throw a banana peel out of the window out of my car onto a grassy uh, median,
1: it will. It's not.
2: Down. It's not count as litter, right?
1: Um, I would say it's a maybe. Um, it's a gray area. It's a gray area. Ask again. Asking for a friend.
0: Asking for a friend. So, eventually it won't be. At the beginning, <laughs> we don't
1: know. Uh-huh. So, if that if that banana gets like blown away onto the road. It's probably gonna be litter,
2: but we don't have a Mario Kart situation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But if you were like, if you I, if you threw your a banana peel in the backyard right now, it's like wherever it goes, it's gonna be in the green. Like, yeah, I wouldn't call that litter. It's gonna it's gonna break down. And whatever, like you know, bananas have a lot of potassium, right? Mm-hmm. Plants love potassium.
2: Mm. So. So much, I don't know.
1: I, there's They're so living much to things. Learn. So what I've found with composting is that like, whatever, I was like, oh man, I need these micronutrients for my plants ended up for me being like, I have to eat these micronutrients myself mm-hmm. so that I can scrap these. Yeah. And and then, so it like, it, it's really interesting how like it balances.
0: That's cool. It becomes a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of neat.
2: just neat. So back to uh, soil, the nutrient rich. Um, with the nitrogen and the,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my, my diet has gotten a little more balanced because of that, just because I'm like, oh, well this needs more of my nitrogen or potassium or phosphorus, speaking of phosphorus, Aaron hates this. Aaron hates this so much, <laughs> Uh-oh. but urine, human urine has a lot of phosphorus. It <laughs> is a rare element that is hard to extract. Erin hates this so much, but it's it's just true. I don't know what to tell you. So if you dilute your urine, if you you yeah. can use that in your compost or in mm-hmm. your plants, if you really, you can't just like, um, or if you pee right on your plants, you're gonna probably burn them with nitrogen. Mm-hmm. But if you dilute it, it's a really good fertilizer. With, I'm sorry. With water? The circle of life. With water, yeah.
2: With water, okay. I guess, I mean, like, cow shit's fertilizer, so. Yes,
1: exactly. But Erin hates it because one time she found. Can't Go can her face. Uh, she what? found um, a container of urine I had been collecting.
2: Oh, what? Uh, Whose urine? My urine. She'd been collecting her own urine.
1: For composting.
2: And I was like, Lauren?
1: It's not like I let it sit there for, like, months.
0: People have done, I'm sure people have done worse stuff. And that's not even that bad. If it's got an actual purpose, it's not like she's just doing it. <laughs> like a hoarder. To do it or anything. <laughs> like on hoarders? Yeah.
2: Like <laughs> they collect their any- bottles
0: of pee. Yeah. yeah. So they just put out in the backyard or anything. she's putting it on her garden. So, I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Aaron just didn't know. What was the surprise? I mean, maybe. Well, surprise. Jar. Yeah. <laughs> I was
2: like, why is there a... I went to use her bathroom. I was like, why is there a- just a-, a bucket of pee in here? And then Lauren told me. And I was like, Lauren, you don't have to do everything okay you can do some of the things you can
0: right people in
2: people in i i heard i don't know how true this is because you know it's north korea but people in north korea like farm their own like collect their own shit because for fertilizer yeah well
0: it's it's really rich going into it if you buy a bag of fertilizer
1: you don't necessarily know what's going into that that's true i mean that's the way like nature was built is really just to recycle our poop
0: it's people yeah
2: it's a well it's such a poor country
0: right yeah
2: That and the other, they're saying everyone because sanction, they, have they have to
0: they have to
1: they're like
2: it's um, they put sanction every every other country in the world's got sanctions on them
1: right um i think the best way to go about that uh in my utopia there's like composting toilets where it just like mm. Where yeah. you 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 do your business and someone else takes care of like, takes care of it, but mm. we're still like extracting those nutrients. That would be good, yeah. But the only problem is if you do like if you, sometimes your prescription drugs or mm. any recreational drugs can interfere with that. It's just you know it just depends. Right. But well, that's my utopia. There's like an option.
2: There's an option to do that.
1: There's an option to recycle your waste.
2: Well. You know, we're not there yet.
1: I I know I wish we were. (laughs) I really do.
2: So why did you start gardening, composting?
1: Well, gardening, I thought that this was fun. This is interesting. Um, Also, there was a food shortage at the time, if you remember the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. It was like the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it was like the Handmaid's Tale. And I was like, oh, you know. We found
2: oranges. Blessed be the fruit.
1: Right. It was like, (laughs) I might as well just grow my own, have some security, um, food security. A victory garden, it's a little more eco friendly, like because you don't have to, there's no transportation, yeah. Um, very green, it's very green. Um, and composting, it was, excuse more, the pun, uh, composting was completely <laughs> just like an environmental thing. It was just like, I am, I am deeply worried and concerned about climate change, yeah. So, I'm going to do at least this one thing that I can do,
2: yeah. Good for you. So and I, I I help I bring her my scraps. She does. She won't bring me her PETA. Nope, that's a joke. I got my I have my limits. And also, you said prescription drugs. I have. Yes. I do take a few prescriptions. So and I can't stop. That's true. Or
1: can't stop won't stop.
2: Can't stop won't stop. <laughs> it's a bad it, or it's bad news for everybody. Yeah. Mostly me. <laughs>
0: So as is the story of most thirty year olds of our generation right now. Yeah,
2: all millennials are, are medicated.
0: Oh yeah, I saw a about out the other day. Um check on your millennial friends because we've lived through Y2K, we've lived through nine eleven, we've lived through a pandemic, we've lived through a World War Three possibly now. We've lived through like recession, Two recessions. Two recessions. Yeah, two recessions. Housing market crash. Yeah. So your you millennial friends are not okay. And I'm just like, accurate. It's pretty, Why do we have anxiety? <laughs> I wonder why oh, you are no. worried. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting.
2: Why are we all in therapy? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why that be? Uh, yeah. interesting. I
0: don't know. There's no reason.
2: Huh. So that's that's really cool, Lauren. Um, anything else you want to add to the?
0: I
1: would like to say that composting also is a lot cheaper than like buying soil. Yeah. So if you go to the Lowe's or if you go to a yard, like I mean, that's a great way to, to get soil. I do it, but like. It's just also a lot cheaper.
2: Yeah. So how long, you said it takes like two or three weeks?
1: It takes like a few weeks, like three or four weeks okay. to do the hot composting. Sometimes it's more like two months, just depends on the seasons and like the, the temperatures out. Uh, the cold composting takes like six months.
2: Now I saw a little, I saw, I, got, I bought it for you actually, a compost bin. bin that spins at Aldi. Yes,
1: that's right. Is that where,
2: is that where? One, if one wanted to say, "Okay, I'm going to start making my own compost," that's where they should start, something like that, that, or
1: that—that's a great option, or a garden. I think that's great. It's a great uh, first step, or it's a—it's a great option, especially if you're limited on space or what what whatnot. Zoe's being very kind. (laughs) Um, I would warn that, like sometimes, those little containers can get. Hi, Zoe. She's so kind she's so helpful um they can get termites or mm, that's bugs scary or, yeah or flies so usually the term the, the flies that's not really a problem because they're gonna they're gonna die like once
2: well flies help break stuff
1: down yeah they're gonna break it down and then when there's no more to break it down they'll just die and that's fine but termites like that's some yeah a problem. so that's so I would like if you're gonna have one, I'd probably try and keep it away from like your house fence and your house if that's what
2: that's a very expensive problem to have as termites. Yes, oh, yeah. it
1: is. Um, that's my nightmare. I think if you can do any community sort of composting like, oh, look, the whole neighborhood, let's have a little compost bin in the park. yeah, that would be uh, I think that would be really good.
2: So do you let some people do you let people take some of your compost dirt? I don't know. The, no one so asked,
1: but like I would let them.
2: Okay. So if I want to start a little garden, or Kayla wants to start a little garden, we can holler at you.
0: Yeah, I have tons of compost. Let me get a good year in first so I don't murder <laughs> anything. So it won't be like a waste. And then we'll see. <laughs> also,
2: unrelated, Lauren, ha- if you need any wood chips. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Lauren has a surplus of wood chips. Why?
0: Why do you have so wood chips? Yeah,
2: where do you come from? Where do you, where did, yeah, tell know. us about the wood chips.
1: Oh, I've started something. <laughs> So, I read that you can use them for composting and for soil as like mulch mm-hmm. and as a filler. And so, there's this app where you can like have an arborist drop off wood chips at your home. And that's what I did. But they sent me a dump truck. <laughs> of, oh, no. Of wood chips. So, it's so many. It's like 500 um, wheelbarrows full of wood chips. I did the math. And so, I've been slowly. P- Oil. Working mm-hmm. my way at that pile of wood chips. <laughs> it's slowly decomposing into some soil, into some compost. Uh, yeah.
2: You've also given some away. I've given yeah. a lot away, but there's just so much. Dad been, hates that. Dad hates it a lot. Can't
0: you
2: have like a, <laughs> He's like, that's a termite
0: magnet. What is uh, Like a fire pit or something in your backyard that you just go out on a windy day or not a windy day? <laughs> Hopefully it's not a windy day, not that much wood in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, so I have, I do have a fire pit and it would take forever for
1: that. Yeah. So I, what I'm going to do, and I've already done some of it, is just spread it all over my yard and put it in my garden beds, put it on more garden beds, put it on, on top of the grass. I hate grass. Yeah, I, I get that. I hate grass a lot. So There's I'm very- There's a lot of bugs and cool. grass. There's a lot of bugs and grass, um, and grass is useless.
2: So in your utopia, well, what would everybody's yard look like
1: they'd all have victory gardens
2: what if they're numb like me and can't grow anything wow
1: okay i think you guys are really selling you selling yourself short yeah you know, i've just been myself like, for long enough i know yeah, we've- <laughs> I, I think you guys could really do it if you if you tried you just have to fail a bunch of times see this is this is how i do everything is i i fail a bunch of times and then i do it Right, eventually at one point, like the greenhouse, I did it completely wrong, it fell apart, and then I had to redo it, and then I had to redo it again.
2: I wouldn't call it failure, just a, a learning opportunity. Learning,
1: learning, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you're having, you guys get learning opportunities.
2: So many learning opportunities.
1: <laughs> so many learning opportunities.
0: <laughs> that that would be my utopia, is okay. victory gardens. Instead of Great. grass gardens, I, I can get behind that. My husband would stop whining to have a lawn. Exactly. Week. Like? he does the outside so i don't have to worry about it so much other than
1: the whining okay also think about how much effort we put into lawns mm-hmm. like all the, all the fertilizers the mowing mm-hmm. the, the gas to mow the electric to mow
2: mm-hmm.
1: the oil to mow the spray that for we put what on it. the spray and just for what so we can have just green lawns i know chris is going to hate me for this but like that's just nothing he does just nothing chris isn't going to hate you he just
0: he does love having a good lawn he though. loves if he, that's
1: what you love like good like i'm glad i'm glad that like you have something that you love he loves but i personally think that lawns are just like a waste of resources i think because it's really manual
0: labor though like he always has to be doing something yeah he and he's good at it yeah he really is you if can't he helped down. with my kitchen floor love it i would not have one that looks half as decent <laughs> because if i love my husband um
2: but
0: he's more computery than he is like and musical yeah he really is he he does do that too but, like, he can do stuff around the house, but it has to be, like, a YouTube situation yes. or, like, i will call Nothing wrong with he'll that. Call his dad. Yeah, absolutely. I do the same stuff. Um, but Chris is handy. He really is. He did yeah. really good on my kitchen floor Was the moral of that story. Um, love that. If you need
1: any renovations, go if, Chris. Yeah. Yes. If you ever,
2: if you uh, check, want to check out a uh, plug for my husband's remodel business, Ambergie Remodels 22, 2022, I think. On, on Instagram, let me double check. It's on.
1: really great. He did my bathroom. It's beautiful.
2: He did most of our house.
1: Yeah, but lawns, they were originally started as like a way to flex to be like, look at all this space that I have that has nothing growing on it. Look how rich I am to have just wasted space. Yeah, I
0: don't have to grow my own food because I can go buy it somewhere else.
1: That's
2: correct. Exactly. Per- so yeah, I was right. It's <laughs> Ambrogi Remodels 2022. And this is on Instagram. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Um yeah, and nothing wrong with YouTubing. My mom, yeah. our mom, oh
1: gosh.
2: YouTube how to put in a hot water
1: heater. a hot water
2: heater. I love your She, mother. she, she's like Rosie the Riveter. We her. can do it,
1: right? I think I think I take after mom in a lot of ways, and I'm just like I just want to. She just does things. She's like, I want to do this thing, and I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, And absolutely. she doesn't rely she she does
0: anyone to help her. She just does it, and that's kind of awesome,
1: right? It's, yeah,
0: it's pretty much. She,
1: I don't know, she. She's she, the best. I swear one day she's gonna like,
0: I just went
1: on need to search nuclear reactor and I made a nuclear reactor in the backyard. And you're like and what? now it powers it powers the house. <laughs> right. It, we save twenty dollars a month on our electric. <laughs> right? Um I love that. That's what that's what mom would do.
2: Right. I mean with just about anything, you just have to start. Yeah. Like this podcast, I don't know very much about podcasting, but I just started right. Kayla and I just, we just did it.
0: Right. Yeah. And I'm usually a very quiet person. So for me to be speaking where I know people. On a platform. Yeah. That I may not know can hear me because it's hard for me to speak to people that I do know. Mm-hmm. But here I am. I'm doing it anyway. Cause yeah. I'm, I can't see you. You can't see me. It's fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, we can do this in our jammies.
0: Oh yeah. I'm in, I'm in leggings right now. i in Yoga pants.
2: Leggings. T-shirt bun i haven't showered it's it's
0: nice
2: it's fine yeah podcast is great it's great and
0: i love talking to you guys
2: i love talking to you lauren and you kayla i've
0: known you both for like 18 years now yeah that's weird right over half of my life
2: remember when lauren was little
0: i remember she has very good lungs <laughs> for a child that like, you were born with like a problem with your lungs right? i colic. colic
2: it- no she she was oh, born yeah. with a so hole was, in her lungs. That yeah,
0: so was what I remember, born someone telling me that and I was like, "Well, her lungs are perfectly fine." They're now. fine. Cuz yes. she would be screaming and I'm like, "I get it though cuz I have a younger brother as well." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Aaron didn't mention this, but there is an 8-year age gap between us. Yes, there's so an 8. So for when I was like 5, she was like 13. Yeah. Yeah. And she'd bring all her friends over including Kayla and I'd be like, "Play with me or I will get very mad and scream." And
0: scream. But now we're both adults.
2: Yeah, and are
1: yeah. So, so we can, can hang we out. You
0: both have mortgages. You're both,
2: yeah. You're yeah. Married. Yeah. It's, no, Lauren and I are close. We friends. were close then. Now
1: We were, we were not close then. I told her I hated her all the time. That's what siblings do though.
2: Yeah, but you didn't mean it.
1: No,
0: I was, I
2: don't know. You're just mad. I it's was just
0: mad at everything. You you're just mad. I mean, you were the baby out of all three of them. So. Mm-hmm. There's
2: a eight year age gap between me and Lauren and then the five year age gap between Matthew and Lauren. Mm-hmm. So she was always playing catch up. So she was, I guess, frustrated with life. Having to play catch up all the time, but
1: yeah, to not know. be
0: included. I'm the oldest of four. Yeah, uh well, technically six if you want to count like my mom's best friends, kids that were raised with us. Yeah, but yeah, no, the g- biggest age gap between me and one of my siblings was 13 years. Oof. So,
2: your baby brother,
0: yeah, I he's gonna be 18 this year. He's and, oh my god, and I'm terrified because I'm like, I literally cognizantly remember. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm sure I did. I remember specifically changing this kid's diapers. Yeah. He's old enough to, like, sign up for the military and, like, vote and all this stuff. And I'm like, why? But How? not enough to,
2: old enough to drink or buy cigarettes? Riddle me that. So mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah. No, I
2: you can die for your country, but you can't buy a beer.
0: I mean, if he gets, like, if he does do that, he does get posted somewhere else. I'm sure he will. Because my uncle, when he was in the military, he went to Germany and he was like, I was not old enough to drink here, but I was there. Yeah. Um, I think.
2: Lauren went to Europe at sixteen.
0: Yes, and I could buy alcohol then.
2: She bought me some French wine. I mm-hmm.
0: did. It was very cheap wine, but it was good,
2: but it was French, so it made me feel fancy. Yeah.
0: There you go. So that's all that, that's not the counts. Give me like a two dollar wine And it's still like, Oh, you thought of me.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Lauren's chaperone immediately went up to mom and was like, Lauren bought.
0: Okay, immediately.
2: Yeah. Immediate. <laughs> like we, they got. we
1: landed the plane, she went to my mom. She went with the
2: high school group, I should.
1: This like... was with the Craft Academy.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: so they, they were very concerned about us, obviously. So, and I had already told my mom, I was like, I bought Aaron Wine. They're going to tell you about it, I'm sure. And they did. They did. And She's my mom was like, like, okay.
2: Okay, thanks. And Bye. she also bought me Swiss chocolate. I oh. asked for that.
1: Yeah, that was great. A bunch of Americans in the Swiss chocolate store. I bought like forty dollars worth of chocolate, which was like probably like at least five pounds of chocolate.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I imagine they were like these fat Americans, like right? like I'm
2: taking we, it home though. Yeah, we're gonna eat it all there.
1: Right. It wasn't like we had to sustain ourselves for all. It's so good. Your yeah. chocolate is so good.
0: Oh, yeah, my aunt will go, well, before COVID, they went to your, like, Italy a couple of times, and they've gone to Paris, and every time they go, my aunt always brings me something chocolate-like. And she'll bring me other stuff, too, but she makes sure to bring me chocolate because mm-hmm. she loves me. hmm um,
2: Very nice of her. I brought Lauren, when I, we went to London and Paris a few years ago, again, before COVID, um, I brought her French chocolate from... I got it from the train station, it
1: was delicious,
2: and I say we didn't eat it all there once, but Chris and I went to a bakery in Paris uh-huh. and we bought a bunch of pastries and we just sat down and ate them all
1: and they were like these fat Americans,
2: probably, and I just and and I can't I don't I speak like very, 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 very rudimentary French, like hello, right. how are you? bathroom Where's the bathroom? and I would just point. <laughs> Like, bonjour, bonjour. Mm. 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 You can't see me because I'm, worried, about this podcast, but I'm pointing <laughs> to the pastries I wanted. So funny. And but you know, we went to Paris. I would say, um, bonjour, and they would be like, "How can I help you, madam?"
1: Yep, sounds about right. Yeah,
2: they they went they switched to English because please don't butcher our language.
1: Yeah,
2: is what they're saying in parentheses.
1: I went to a place that did not speak English or they pretended not to, I don't know. Um, in, in France. In France. Um, and that was that was really fun. But there was one negative interaction with a Frenchman who was offended by my my French, mm-hmm. my poor French. And then another girl, she was like, Are you Italian? She said that to me in French, and I was like, oh, Thank you so much for not thinking I'm American. But I'm American, actually. But I'm actually American. In English.
2: Um I speak English. What but you didn't have any problems with the language barrier in Germany or?
0: No.
1: In specific, or Switzerland? Like, nope. Nope.
0: No. Germany, I think a lot of people there speak English just in general. Yeah. Because um, Anne, when she- when Yeah, she, she spoke perfect she, English. Yeah, when my, my, one of my other really good friends, she's originally from Germany. Um, she moved here a couple of years back with her husband, and when they went back, uh, couple years ago, I took my goddaughters with them. Uh, of course, they're their children, they are going to. Yeah, you're
2: not going to leave them here.
0: <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, like now the babies are speaking both English and German. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so, like, I've. And ASL,
2: the little one. Yeah. Or the big one. The big
0: one. My, my, my oldest Johanna. Um Oh, she was at your your wedding shower. Yeah. I yeah, remember her. Yeah. Um, they 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 do all three, actually. I forgot about that. But, so they're both speaking really, really, really good German, and I have to look at their mom sometimes and be like, and then she'll say, switch to English to English, it, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to keep up with, like, Duolingo and all that stuff, but I am not as smart as a child. Well, also- It's easier for them to, like, pick up both as they're younger. Yes. Yeah. It's also, easier to learn.
2: Also, they're little, they have, like, their little kid speech cadences, like, Rosie says she wants to watch more videos. <gasps> Or she oh, meads. Yeah. yeah. So they they might have little, yeah. you know, ba- baby speak.
0: Well, the youngest, Alex, maybe, but um, not Johanna anymore. She's she's big now. She's 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 growing up. And, <laughs> um, but yeah. So so funny. They're getting so big. All of them. I mean, uh-huh. I, I mean, she's big now. Your sister. Well, yeah. I, I remember when she was not big. I remember when we were not big.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> Rosie's gonna go to kindergarten soon. Oh my heart. <laughs> I, know. I was like, "Are you ready for kindergarten?" No. It's like it'll be so much fun. You'll love it. You get to eat snacks. I love snacks. Me too, like, Rosie. Me too. I also love snacks. I feel like she's one of
0: those good kids that like cry at first when mom leaves her, but then she's just gonna run the classroom.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She'll she'll adjust quickly. Well, I guess that's our show for today. Thank you so much for being on here, Lauren.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Make sure to come back.
1: Okay, anytime.
2: And you all have, make sure to subscribe and rate and review us. And you have a great day.
0: Well, that was the last call for this episode of the Bubbles Brunchcast. Please subscribe and tune in next time. We will be serving it up all over again. Enjoy your week.